0: When you debut a podcaster, me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though um, you could uh, shine a bright light in my eye when I'm sleeping and go, boo, bitch, gotcha. I would roll over and say, wow, that's my spooky boo. (laughs) My guest today. is an actor, writer, and comedian who you've seen on a Black Lady sketch show, Young Sheldon, and has been getting rave reviews, write-ups. People are thrilled with the performance on CBS's Ghost. It's Daniel Penn thank you nicole thanks for having me my gosh i'm so hyped thank you so much for doing it uh i was so excited to do this because i have been mistaken for you (laughs)
1: likewise it's okay it's you it's natasha rothwell Uh uh-huh recently it was (laughs) dolce sloan
0: yep um i also get amber riley and i get raven goodwin (laughs) uh Gabourey Sidibe, (laughs) someone thought I was Retta, and I was like, huh, okay, I'll take it. She's stunning, she's beautiful, but I feel like we're in a different um, age range, but you know, it's okay. (laughs) That's it, that's it, it's all love, it's all love. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was funny. Somebody was like, I think you're spectacular on ghosts. And I did not correct them. I said, Thank you so much. I put a lot of work into it and kept it fucking pushing. I stand. I stand. I love it. I love it. I mean, what's the point? Of correcting anybody anymore. <laughs> a
1: compliment is a compliment, and it makes me so happy. Well, Nicole, you're first of all—you're a legend in your own right. I, I gotta give you your flowers first because I've been following you since loosely, exactly, Nicole. And uh. I'm just such a huge fan of your work. Everything you're doing on Grand Crew is unbelievable (laughs) and you're such like an inspiring multi-hyphenate and i'm telling you like when i first was in chicago and was thinking about like okay can i actually do this like you and natasha like y'all were my north star so like i just want to get that out first and just say thank you again for having (laughs) me and just so grateful to be here thank you so much that is so Kind of you. Okay, so
0: you said Chicago. Chicago, mm-hmm. Chicago? Because sometimes people like to say Chicago, and then they're from, like, the north
1: suburbs. And I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> mm, no, 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 mm, no, no. <laughs> we were in Rogers Park. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was Chicago, Chicago. I loved it. I was there for four years um, and had the, uh, t- the time of my life, literally. And you were doing Second City there, right? I was. I actually did... <laughs> so I was, like, a theater nerd. And then Second City... I would do these characters where I, like, interview people on the street (laughs) and, like, Uh bring the stories to the stage (laughs) and stuff. And I'd be in these, like, bootleg-ass, like, theaters where I was getting paid in pizza and, like, cool, yeah, let's do it. Like, lifting furniture up three flights (laughs) of stairs to try to put on a damn play that three people were coming to. And uh, Deanna Griffin Irons the Second City saw me and was like you should come do these characters here. And I'm like, what's Second City? What is Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want to be at Steppenwolf. (laughs) I want to be at the Goodman. Um, And yeah, I did their Bob Curry Fellowship, which was like the one time that they had Black people there doing a bunch mm-hmm. of things. And you said it! <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to everybody that was there with me, Lisa Beasley, Dwayne Perkins, like so many, like Asia Bullock, like so many incredible oh, wow. comedians. Yeah. So I'm grateful for the opportunity to have done that.
0: I love that so much. I love that, like... My favorite stories are the ones where people are like, oh, I was just doing some shit. And then somebody said, come on over here. And I say, you know what? Why not? I'm, I'm here now. I can move. That's fine. And then you're like, oh, this amazing thing happens. And then shit starts blossoming. It was wild. So you went to Temple University... And then, oh, you graduated with honors. I did. That's nice. (laughs) That's nice. When I went to school, I did not go for the learning. I went to make friends.
1: Um, But then you went to the Royal Birmingham Conservatory in the UK. Yeah, it sounds way more fancier than it actually was. Like, my first day of school, I was like, cobblestones! Oh, my gosh! I'm about to be like the black Emily in Paris, but in London. And, um, like, my first day, there was a knife fight uh in front of my because nobody got guns there it's all like actual swords and shit oh my god that is incredible literally (laughs) literally and my mom she's super christian she's like god loves everybody we gotta stop the fighting i'm like sis if you don't take your jamaican behind out Mm -hmm. this fight like you can't get stabbed on my first day at theater school like let it go let it go (laughs) i they fucking go hard over there they do (laughs) I challenge you to a
0: duel no "No, we mean an actual duel with fucking knives and shit
1: (laughs) that's so fucking funny I love that (laughs) yeah I don't even know like if I would survive a knife fight to be honest it's like how fast do you run from that like you know a bullet you know it's like boom done but like knives it's like it's like athleticism you gotta kind of Run past
0: it. <laughs> I know me as a fat woman. I don't move that fast. One, two. It's a lot of area that you could cover with one swipe. So yeah. I'm not.
1: I'm not trying to do that. Dead ass. I'm praying that my sphinx would protect <laughs> me a little bit. Oh my god! Bending the knife is just like the force field around you, holding you in. What was it like? So how long were you in the UK, in London, England? I was there for one year. It was an intense seven days a week program. We had two breaks. Seven days a week? Seven days a week, two breaks. But it was like the best time of my life. And like, I was planning on staying there for three years afterwards. And then the day of my graduation, the visa laws change. And they're like, Americans, go back to the States. And I was like, no! But I'm glad that I had the opportunity when I did. I met my husband while I was there, which was so dope. And me and my best Ooh, friend. Oh, he's English? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> imported him. I know, brought back a souvenir. I was like, come oh with me. Oh, my
0: God. that <laughs> I got to do that. I got to. I just went on vacation. I was in Mexico and yes. nobody wanted to be imported. <laughs> Not one person. But I guess, I don't know. There's a lot of cobblestone over there, too. I was like, y'all don't want me to walk good. It was hard. I couldn't. I was like, what? It's beautiful, but I'm about to fall. And then nobody was, like, interested in fucking me. You know,
1: it's just, it's a fun life to live. So wait, tell me how you met your husband. Yo, like, randomly. So there was this girl that was supposed to go be in our, we were in this, like, real world type classic house. Like, it literally Mm -hmm. looked like Grey Gardens meets Game of Thrones. (laughs) And there was this one girl from Tennessee or something. Her visa got denied. So, like, we need to find another roommate mad quick because I was like, I can't afford this in pounds, (laughs) y'all. Like, (laughs) this additional rate is mad expensive. So we went to this, like, barbecue and I was, like, trying to scout people to come stay in this place. Mm -hmm. And they started lighting fireworks. I'm deathly afraid of fireworks, Nicole. I had... I don't know why it is. I think it was like watching Michael Jackson in the Pepsi commercial. Oh, no. You have secondhand PTSD from this this man burning up his dairy girl. Still triggered. Still triggered. I'm like, my baby hairs protect (laughs) them, please. (laughs) Not my baby hairs. No. (laughs) I need them. It's a laugh there. (laughs) got laugh. (laughs) So this like little red, this like redhead found me and he was like, oh, come inside. Let's chill. And I was like, you want to live in the apartment? You saved my life completely forgot I had that conversation obviously because Prosecco was involved Mm -hmm. two weeks later this dude comes down the steps in this cow onesie with udders I'm Mm -hmm. eating my little Weedabix, and I'm like who's that are we getting robbed like what's (laughs) happening and he's like no I'm the guy from the party thanks I just moved in and I'm like who and that's how it is so you found a roommate to move in
0: Exchange some sort of monetary uh, <laughs> uh, amount of money, he moved in and you forgot about it?
1: Completely forgot. Not a clue. That's incredible.
0: I, not a clue. I
1: mean, I have ADHD, but I don't think I've ever forgotten about something that big. <laughs> Yo, not a clue. That was like, oh, who is this again? Like, I have, when it comes to, like, white faces, I have no what? recollection. I'm like, it really does, this the blend in for me. I have no clue. No clue. <laughs> <laughs> so how long did it take for you guys to start dating? Um, It took a while because I never dated a white person before in my life. Oh. So I, at first I was kind of like... Okay, I came to England from my Idris and from my John Boyega mm-hmm. and that like that was really my mission. Like I had just joined Okay Cupid for the first time. Okay. I was coming out of this like really weird situation And I was like, I'm going to do it in England. I'm going to have my little whole phase and I'm about to just be out here living, Come living on. in these
0: cobblestone <laughs> streets, dodging knives,
1: living trying to catch a dick.
0: <laughs> so, uh...
1: wait, tell me about this situation relationship real quick (laughs) if you don't mind oh god utterly chaotic i have been in so many situations in my life like i can't count any of them as real relationships maybe like one where it's like Because people, because I was always bigger, plus size, Mm. it was just like, oh my God, she's so funny. But also I realized my strength in relationships was just listening to men. And I was Mm. like, okay, well, if I could just do this in college and just listen, maybe I can get a boyfriend. And I ended up with like the wildest (laughs) human beings on the planet, Nicole, like wild, like wild <laughs> like, okay it wild like it will be it will be in a um in a book or a pilot someday we going we gonna we gonna manifest it we gonna manifest it but like stories for days and i was like i just need a clean slate i just want my john boyega and just call it quits uh-huh and then my friend was like i think this guy jack likes you and i'm like the white guy <laughs> the white guy who i met with mm-hmm. udders yeah, I was like, that's not really the vibe <laughs> going through right now. Um, and he came up to me and he's like, I would love to take you on a date. And I was like, this is a joke. Like, I don't like you. <laughs> you're white. Wow. Like, there's no way. Like, so I was like, you know, my mom was like, you know what, Danielle, you're in England. Have fun. And this is going to be something funny. You could tell your kids later. <laughs> Nicole, we've been together for 10 years. 10 years? Oh, that's so Ten sweet. 10 years. It's a... I could not believe that this is the person I ended up getting married to. <laughs> like, of oh. all the people in the world. But he's a good dude. I love his family. His family loves mine. Like, we've been here 10 years strong, and, like, that's my person. <laughs>
0: that's so fucking sweet. Okay, so you didn't like him at first. He clearly no. was like, I want in. At
1: what point were you like, oh, fuck, this is for me. You know, I think it was, like, for so long, I'd been listening to other guys and their grievances and becoming, like, their Ayanla, romantic Ayanla, I call it, because it's, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. yeah, You fixing oh that romantic God. life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, my God, your mom. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, and, like, pretending that I actually care when really, I'm just, like, are we getting hit or not? Okay. But mm-hmm. that's, that's <laughs> like. <laughs> but um, he was, like, the first person to, like, actually listen to me. And I'm, like, oh, this is. New, Okay? <laughs> you actually care. Wow. <laughs> yeah. When men
0: remember things I have said, I'm mm-hmm. always shocked. I'm like, wait, what? You were listening to little old me? Which is <laughs> insane. It's an insane way to live your life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it is. It is. And I was just like, my God, what's happening? But, I mean, he just, <laughs> like, literally, like, what's going on? But, like, what helped me with so many things and just... I don't know how we ended up together. Like, I'm still... <laughs> like like i just don't like there were even like the wedding there were so many things that were just against us like the night before we got married My mom had a stroke, which was insane. Oh, no. So I was like, are we? No, she's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine, living her best black life. Chilling. (laughs) She's good. She's good. But, like, there were so many things that were happening. I'm like, oh, my God. So I actually got married in the hospital. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait, did you, like, move everybody to the hospital? It's like, we're going on a trip. Let's go. Literally. And my Uncle Carlton, shout out to him, came in his minivan with the little Cheetos crumbles that he sweeped over so I could have my little white dress in the back Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he had the video camera while driving he was like uncle carlton uncle carlton (laughs) for the win like my whole family came they let everybody in the icu the florist came girl like it was insane that
0: is the before times right now they'd be like "Uh uh-uh get the behind the (laughs) dotted line you cannot come in here wear your mask that's wild i love that they let everybody into the icu i'm sure everybody. someone dying in the bed next door was like this is not how i want my final moment to be i have to listen to somebody else's joy are you fucking kidding <laughs> that's it that's it oh Literally. god that's so funny that is truly fucking wild yeah that your mother had a stroke the day before you got yeah. married Honestly, sometimes moms are always trying to make it about themselves. (laughs) No, I'm absolutely kidding.
1: (laughs) Um, That's, I that's an insane story that's yeah it was, so it, was wild. it was wild it was wild and like i mean and then like my mom who was like barely able to speak was like oh you guys are going to hawaii and then knocked out and we were like what and i was like wait where are the tickets when what are we did she tell anybody else about this so then we spent like the rest of the day trying to figure out like when we were going on our honeymoon and like who was going but it ended up being so dope and the fact that like our pastor was like, we're still going to do it at the church, too. So, like, mm-hmm. we had all these other people that came. And we still did it the, the reception. The reception was lit. Everybody was <laughs> utterly just like, she's alive! Trash! <laughs> like... <laughs> And like my whole family's Jamaican and his uh-huh. Irish and British oh, and he's an Australian It was next level. The receptionist Oof. people, they felt so bad they were like, we'll just keep it going for as long as y'all need. And I was like, I don't think we left until like 5 am. Damn. Like the DJ was like it was like one of those old like Webster Hall
0: <laughs> <Damn. basions
1: laughs> From back in the day, it was dope. That sounds like. A very nice time. It was dumb. It was so fun. (laughs) So after 10
0: years, like I've been reading a lot about like, okay, Instagram has been like really feeding me stuff about relationships. I think Instagram's like, hey, girl, are you all right? (laughs) But it's a lot like you have to choose to love your partner. Love doesn't just come. You don't just have
1: love. So like after 10 years, is it hard? No. I mean, the thing... It really is not. And that's the thing. I'm always reading these things. Like, yes, there will be different difficulties, right? So one of the things I would say is, like, when Jack and I got married, we were in our 20s, like, early 20s. So now we're in our 30s and that's a whole different moment. So like we've had to adult together (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I think once we reached like 30s we were like "Mm, money, what is that? We don't even know. Should we be saving? Like, (laughs) should we be (laughs) saving? (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) Do you have a retirement? Like, (laughs) there were so many things that happened once that 30 mark came where we were like, okay, we need to like Adult together, figure this mm-hmm. out. Um, because like our parenting money scripts were just from different home. you know. Like, my mom's a single mom, I was raised with my grandmother, he had mom and dad, you know what I mean? So, like, it was just very mm-hmm. different things. Um, but yeah, we just it's dope. Like, I don't know, like, I think it's just dope. He's so great, and we just be goofing. Like, <laughs> like that's the thing, it's like he never makes me feel crazy. You know what I mean? This industry is so wild, like, and he's mad Mm -hmm. supportive, and, like, I've... I mean, even my body has changed in the relationship. Like, when I first got married to now, he's never made me feel crazy about that or anything like that. I just... I feel like sometimes you gotta go for the weird ones, the ones that Mm -hmm. you really don't be (laughs) expecting, where you're like, okay, I don't know, maybe, because they might surprise you. You never know. You never know.
0: (laughs) What's the one thing he did That you were like, yes, I will spend the rest of my motherfucking life with this motherfucker.
1: I have, honestly, I have to say, it's also how, like, he takes care of my mom. Because Jamaican mothers are tough.
0: (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, black mamas
1: in general are just, like, a whole different breed. Mm -hmm. And, like, how he, like, cares for her, looks after her, like, checks in. I was like, okay, yeah, you can get down with family. I like this. I'm here for this. Cause I'm such a family girl through and through. Like, mm-hmm. if you can't get down with my family, it's it's a wrap. So seeing that was just a really big moment for me. Also, the sex is phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> that was the other shock too. That was a shock, Nicole. Huh? That was a shock for me. That I'm telling you, that the the first time. I was like, oh, this is what's happening overseas, (laughs) okay? Really? Because I was thinking, like, oh, my God, everybody at CBS is going to cancel this whole episode. Sorry, CBS. (laughs) Um, And sorry, Maureen, that's his mother. (laughs) Um, The first day (laughs) we hooked up, I was like okay how is this going? because <laughs> you know it's like cute when you're going on little dates and stuff and uh-huh. kisses and I'm like okay so like how do you have sex with a white person is it different like what are <laughs> we going to be doing like- I love that you, you you thought it was going to be different just because he was white
0: at, like, I did <laughs> that's so funny it's like oh is it going to be seasonless how no, is this like, going to happen literally,
1: I'm like what do we do we need to shower beforehand. like I He's don't know like, not what's happening spit in your face don't worry <laughs> <laughs> yo i was so it. and then like it we had sex and i was like oh this is lit this is lit this is lit i was like okay and then like he's so fucking corny but like in the morning after he was just like welcome to england and i was like shut no! your dumb ass face up <laughs> Oh. He, and I was like, I love him. He's so funny.
0: That is very funny <laughs> to wake up, look at someone that you just
1: fucked. And they went,
0: welcome to England.
1: I was like, <laughs> my God, this is a backstage pass of fucking, um, what's my, my show with Maggie Smith? All that, <laughs> uh, Downton Abbey? Downton Abbey. I was like, what's <laughs> happening?
0: Man, that's really, I, I love that. I also really love that you speak about him with such fucking joy after 10 years. I feel like I've spoken to people who've been in relationships for like two months and they're like, well, you know, I love, I love, I love them, but uh, you know, it's just, and it's like, no, you're just like easy breezy, like he fucks me good, he's funny as hell. (laughs) <laughs> like I want to be at your wedding because I feel like that's what your vows were. You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they literally, literally screaming, literally. Oh, <laughs> I love that so much. Real quick, oh, we gotta take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babble.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babble.com slash date me, spelled B A B B E L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oop a doop doop, boop, boop. We're back. Um, okay. So, Do you like Shakespeare? Is that something that's real? Yeah, absolutely. That's a yeah. Shout out to (laughs) Shakespeare. Did some research, you know, and then you find things and you're like, don't know if it's true, but I'm gonna ask. (laughs) I like Shakespeare in theory and like read, like, would read synopsises when I was in school or whatever, and then like really fucking struggle through it. And then someone was like, oh, Shakespeare's meant to be seen, not read. And I was like, oh, fuck. Well, I've been doing it wrong.
1: (laughs) Yo, I feel the same. Like, literally, when I first started reading Shakespeare, I would be so confused. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother would try, like... Because the British were, you know, colonized Jamaica for so long. Like, Mm -hmm. that was everything. Like, Shakespeare was everything for her. So she'd just be in the house reciting stuff. And I'm like, wow, you're really out here reciting Lady Macbeth? That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And you're really, like, 70 years old, like, hobbling around, doing this. This is wild. And I just didn't ever got it. And it wasn't until um, I was at Temple University... And I got cast in Midsummer Night's Dream Mm -hmm. playing Nick Bottom. And they were like, just do it as you. They're like, don't try to put on any voice. Don't try to speak in a British accent. Mm -hmm. Like, what is, like, dissect the language for you. What would this mean to you? And once that happened, it opened up my whole world when it came to the text. Love it. Uh
0: I mean, that makes a lot of sense. It's never how I've been taught Shakespeare. (laughs) Uh, But I mean... I went to an interesting school called the... I won't even say it because I don't want them to claim me anymore. But we would do Shakespeare in a way where, like, we would just get coached through it. And it's like, oh, but then I didn't get to make any choices. And also, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm
1: just saying these fucking words, and it doesn't make sense. You would be incredible. Who would you want to play in the canon?
0: Okay, well, I really love Twelfth Night because I love the movie. She's the man.
1: Yes, can we get a reimagining of that? Come on,
0: I would love it. I it's I think n- Amanda Bynes has never been better. Channing Tatum is in it. Uh It's just it's all stars. It's a great. Yet, it's it's one missing. of my favorite movies. Um, what else? Uh, I love Othello. Othello's great. Yes. Fucking dark as hell. Dark. Um, and then the Tempest. I did a cut like a. I didn't do the full length play, but I did scenes from Tem- the Tempest. Yes. Um, yeah. Those are the ones that I'm like the most familiar with. I did okay. steal the complete works of Shakespeare from Barnes and Nobel. Shout uh, out. While I was in school. <laughs> <laughs> because I learned if you went to Barnes and Noble and you just walked out with the books, no one would say anything <laughs> because it's like, oh, maybe she bought them. Maybe she came in, came in with it. Maybe it's Maybelline who we don't know. <laughs> maybe
1: it's Maybelline. So I would just take shit. <laughs> i get it i get it i get it i get it <laughs> that was me i mean that was me at temple libraries like literally just being like backpack backpack <laughs> i <laughs> love those videos backpack. those videos make me laugh so hard <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about it's on instagram <laughs> oh i should
0: figure out what the the person's name is oh i'd have to look so far back on my instagram but it's so funny backpack, like, backpack.
1: literally <laughs> me <with> the books <laughs> like okay uh-huh
0: yes yeah, like i just would Just take things from Barnes and Noble. And I'm not saying stealing is
1: good, but back in the day, she didn't have no money. Yeah. But she needed to be educated, okay? I get it. Like, the books in school were expensive. Like, we're already paying tuition. Yes. Like, give us a break. Give us free food and give us the free books. That's it. It is kind of incredible that you pay. It's a la carte. You
0: get (laughs) tuition and then you're like, oh, do you want a room? Well, that's a little extra. Oh, do you (laughs) want to eat? That's extra too. Like, that's why, why isn't it, like, why isn't it a resort? Why don't you have an all-inclusive right. package and then the a la carte package?
1: That's what I'm trying to say, Nicole. It's too much money. It's ghetto. Right? What if I'm just trying to eat at college? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the credits. They have good tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. Or they should have like a glamping experience at least that's free. Where it's right? like, if you don't want to be in the dorm, you could glamp. <laughs> You could glamp. That's what you could do. You could live the fuck outside and get your education. I'd be into
0: it. That's a choice. You could save a little bit of money. Also a choice, make college free. Hello, America. What's going on? Uh, I was in Mexico like last week, this past week, and there were so many like American flags at the airport coming back to the States. And I was like, boy, oh boy, y'all love it. You love America. In a way that I'm like, I like it here too, but like shit's wrong. There's yeah. like, why isn't college free? Why don't we have free healthcare? Why are you
1: advertising a bad country? <laughs> Literally, it's it's ghetto. I mean, every, like it's, so, it really is. It really it's a ghetto moment here. You know, shout out to you know certain things that I'm able to. Yes. I, you know that are accessible to me and the privilege yes. that I have, but it's also really ghetto. Like I just paid off my student loans; it's taken me forever. My mama still has student loans the call. Like it's gotta, wild. It's ridiculous. This woman is about to be sixty. That's wild. That's why I said two years of school, please,
0: because <laughs> four is a lot to fucking pay off. <laughs> I think my sister's still paying off her student loans.
1: It's wild. It it's is wild. It's wild for no reason. Healthcare. What's happening? Yeah. I want
0: free health care. <laughs> I don't want to pay $700 for an ambulance.
1: What's Never. going
0: on. Never. OK, so you did you do body courage? Your one woman show
1: out of school or was that while you were in school? I did it while I was in school um, at Birmingham uh, Conservatory in England. And then that was my dissertation. So they at the end, they were like, look, OK real I don't mean to interrupt you but yeah. who's a dissertation <laughs> so it's basically your final project like it's your ah, finals it's okay. your finals in your master's program so okay. they were like finals y'all gonna come up with a one person show whatever you want it to be about so my background at Temple was in documentary theater like for so long Nicole I wanted to be the next Anna DeVere Smith. Like that was literally my only goal in mm-hmm. life was to just like interview people, bring their stories to the stage, make a change. I want to be everywhere like, and doing that. Uh-huh. So I was like, that's what I'm going to do. But I want to focus on body image. Cause I felt like a lot of times like plus size black women, especially in theater, it was still like made slave. Mm-hmm. Hattie McDaniels, number mm-hmm. one, Hattie McDaniels, number two. So mm-hmm. like, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to interview a bunch of different people and just bring their stories stories out so i interviewed my best friend who uh was the first plus size actress at a uh, grad school in san francisco which was her experiences were wild um i interviewed a young woman who was muslim who had her freckles removed because mm-hmm. uh, she was like i hated my freckles got plastic surgery sis and she was from birmingham um and uh pageant queen miss uh, <laughs> miss California, USA, um, from way back in the day. Uh-huh. So, and I just like performed as them, did my little doo dop. And somebody <laughs> from New York was like, "Yo, I, I." Somebody just forwarded me this tape. You should do this festival. So I did this little Strawberry Theater Festival <laughs> in New York, and um. My family was like Yo this is actually Really good So I was like <laughs> I'm going to Chicago I'm going to bring it To the Chicago stages And that show Was my life For six years Like Six years Literally six years Interviewing people Cause like Once the word got out People were like I want to tell you my story So then it was like Me interviewing the little girl The south side of Chicago girl Who got, got bullied You know what mm-hmm. I mean Then it was like Me going to Northern Ireland To interview a man Who had early onset Parkinson's Then going to India to interview a man who was about to be um, at the Olympics but was taking steroids and then couldn't do it, so like there were just so many people that were like reaching out, and I was like, okay, cool, yeah. I had a blog, like that was my whole universe. So were you updating the play during the, yes, or the I show? Was, I was updating. Ah. The- oh shit so it was like come see it before it fucking changes literally literally and the final production in chicago was the first time that i had my personal story in there so then i shared like what it was like growing up with my mom and my grandmother being first generation jamaican american when i was like up till i was eight i was wheelchair bound which a lot of people don't know i had a disease called dermatomyositis which my husband calls dramatic miley Cyrus. <laughs> That's
0: very fucking funny because I was like, matter who?" Exactly. Wait, can you wait? I have never heard of this, and yes. I don't mean to like make you explain it if you've explained it at nauseam. But what what is this?
1: It is a sister disease to MS, so it's an autoimmune disease. And like mm-hmm. literally, one day I was just walking, and the next day couldn't walk anymore, and all my fun- my muscle functions from like the um, like boobs down just cut out and then like i was just on steroids for years and like physical therapy and all this it's it's wild how it happened but all good now and chilling and
0: how does it get uh
1: reversed i guess like how does how does one overcome steroids it's just steroids yes which was like as a kid i went from like 50 pounds to like 160 pounds. you were bulking the <laughs> fuck up you were like i gotta stand as an eight-year-old and then that's when all the kind of like chubby dramas of like school came in because when i came back to school uh, people were like "What the fuck is that
0: What's going on?
1: Yeah, so and I talk about that in the show and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When
0: kids make fun of other kids, I like it. Just it only really occurred to me as an adult. I'm like, oh my god, that kid is going through something. That's why they're like that.
1: Literally, (laughs) mental illness. That's what it is. It's like
0: what is good like. when you make fun of somebody different it's like oh they might be different because their home life is different or like they have like a learning like they learn differently like why make fun of that kid just be like oh that kid's different Uh, I guess I'll leave them alone I don't know exactly but that is wild (laughs) <laughs> like, you're like, I'm on steroids. Can you not call me chubby,
1: please? <laughs> let me just live my little ash life. Like, let me just <laughs> chill. Like, and then it was just Earth because, like, all these kids, they were, like, in their little Juicy Couture, and I was, like, in Burlington Co Factory and, like, mm-hmm. The Limited and looking like Maxine Waters and Steve Harvey's love child. Like, why Truly. was I in school in a three-piece suit? Like, I looked <laughs> crazy. I looked crazy. <laughs> yeah,
0: I remember... Going to the limited to being like, oh, OK, we'd have to show some things together and then going yeah. to the limited and being like, ah, this is where I belong. And it's like, oh, but it's, a little <laughs> more, it's a little adult.
1: <laughs> literally, literally. Kids in Jersey are rude. That's it. They are. They're just rude. That's it. <laughs> where in Jersey did you grow up? I also grew up in Jersey. Yes. Um. So I was in North Jersey, an area called Teaneck, New Jersey. Ah. Uh, so it's like Bergen County, right next to, uh, literally York. right next to George Washington Bridge. Oh. Okay.
0: Yeah. I grew up in uh, like Central Jersey. I think you would probably say South Jersey. It was like Middletown. It's like where okay. the Jersey Shore starts. <laughs> yeah. Did y'all have Joyce Leslie up there? <laughs> yes. I fucking love Joyce yes. Leslie, I and nobody Leslie. but people on the East Coast know <laughs> Yo, what Joyce Leslie is. You just
1: yeah. I'm dead at the fact that you just brought, like, a whole <laughs> thing of memories. Oh, my God. Joyce Leslie. Did y'all have dots? I don't know if oh, dots was a thing. Yes, we had that. I was dots. trying to think of what
0: dots was. Because I was like, we had Joyce Leslie, Fashion Bug, and then uh, Rainbow, Rainbow, and then dots. Joyce oh. Leslie
1: was the moment, though. Joyce Leslie I would get all my club clothes from Joyce Leslie yes because it was made with spandex because it was like we will go
0: up to a large
1: but we will accommodate someone (laughs) slightly bigger than that that's it that's it oh my gosh Joyce (laughs) shout out to Joyce shout out to Joyce
0: yellow Joyce Leslie with a red heart I worked there for a little bit oh my god uh, and big women would come in with their daughters and they'd be like where your plus section at I'd be like oh we don't have one they're like then why do you work here and I'd be like "Oh." oh Um, Wow. I guess I'm having a crisis. I don't know. (laughs) I need the money. I thought I could work anywhere. I'm
1: sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love Joyce. Oh, my God. Yo, because when I was a a teenager, that's when I started, like, acting out because my dad had passed away when I was 16. So I was just Mm -hmm. like, F everybody. So I would, like, (laughs) sneak into the clubs in New York with my crazy best friend of the time and we would be in Joyce Leslie and Rainbow concocting the fashions literally to get into the clubs oh my god that was a memory Nicole I I love that you were sneaking
0: into clubs my mom died when I was 16 and I was sneaking to New York to go see Broadway plays (laughs) we are different rebellious youth. you're like I'm
1: cool and I was like let me get my fill of musical theater (laughs) no but I would have much preferred that I think also I was like super like I was one of those kids I was like we're friends so whatever my friends (laughs) do I'm gonna do it I'm like y'all don't really feel safe but I guess we're (laughs) friends though (laughs) where are we (laughs) I would have much preferred Les Mis (laughs) I mean I saw Les Mis
0: so many times (laughs) I saw Phantom of the Opera so many times. (laughs) I would like forge permission slips and uh, make my dad sign them. And he was just like, I mean, whatever. I guess if you have to go see another play, it's part of the curriculum.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Les Mis is good. Les Mis is good. The music, it's like hits. It really does. On my own, pretending he's beside me. <laughs> you feel it. When my boo drags that man on God on high, got the he's like, God on high. Uh-huh. Yo, it <laughs> takes me out. I wanna see all black castle. Like Ooh, wait that would be so incredible and let them just be Haitian because that's a part that's the thing yes. because it's like let them be Haitian like let, let's really be people like, like
0: it's about the French Revolution
1: it's like well Haitian people they're exactly. French they speak French
0: period I'm ready <laughs> I'm ready <laughs> real quick we have to take another break That's N U U L Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com.
1: <laughs> so like
0: being big growing up, did you date in high school at all?
1: No. My dating life in high school was non-existent. I had intense crushes. (laughs) The way you looked at me as if I was the dumbest woman in California. No, no. no, I had intense. First of all, I grew up, my family was so Christian. Like, I was in church from Fridays through Sundays. Because my grandmother was Seven Day Adventist, which is like... G- christianity with a jewish twist so like mm-hmm. sabbath on saturdays like vegetarian and my mom was like i'm pentecostal so like we would be mm-hmm. in church all weekend and then i remember like when we had the- <laughs> god our uh um, high school our middle schools were like you guys gotta have parents have to have the sex talk with the kids you know mm-hmm. this is down the stage and my grandma was talking about um if you get <laughs> She was like, If you get pregnant, I'm gonna call a taxi to drive you out to a dark wood and we won't find you. And I was like, Oh, is no, that, is that really the talk? Like, so I was terrified. <laughs> I was terrified of all, everything as a kid. I had intense crushes. I had the best uh-huh. mixed CDs that I would like send to my crushes. <laughs> I'd be like, Oh my God, listen to this. It has a little Usher, it has a little Leah. <laughs> <laughs> and I would be writing in my diary. My my best relationship was with my diary. Literally.
0: I have never identified with something more. <laughs> I also did not date, not nary one time in high school, but I did lo- like... Not love. I mean, I was a child, but I did have, like, intense, intense. crushes. Intense. And I'd be like, hey, I think you're cute. And they'd be like, okay. And
1: I'd be like, oh, no. Do Literally. I die now? Literally. And doing, like, the most random things. Like, I remember my first party that had, like, drinking and weed and stuff. And I was like, yes, I'm here. I've arrived. <laughs> I was like, I've arrived. And I remember this guy, <laughs> this guy, that exclusively wore Birkenstocks. Like mm-hmm. this black guy. Like, in my school. And he was like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to be on my Kanye. And I'm like, mm-hmm. in love, obsessed, obsessed. <laughs> you're, you're, diffling. You're, diffling. you're different. You're <laughs> different. You're different. You're toes around. <laughs> exactly. And I remember him being like, oh, have you drank vodka before? And I'm like, yeah, obviously. Hmm. nicole why did i take that bottle thinking i was like well this looks like water hmm. down the thing and hmm. then sprayed across the room oh and he's no. like oh you're so weird and i'm like i'm not weird it's just a different flavor
0: <laughs> i once in high school after um one of our theater performances was at an after party where i drank Like, half a bottle of vanilla absolute. I I cannot drink it to this day. I drink, like, half a bottle. And I think I passed out on, like, face down on someone's floor. It was bad. I was like, yes, I've drank before. And I think I may have had, like, a cocktail or, like, a
1: fucking jungle juice. But boy, oh boy, was it disgusting. Honestly, I... I was in theater heavy in high school. Like we I was Captain Hook and Peter Pan. Like I yes. did Re- Reno Sweeney and Anything Goes. I was like, I want to play these roles and mm-hmm. the cast parties were everything <laughs> like I just was like this is where I'm like I want to be the next Elaine Stritch like this mm-hmm. is where I this is where I thrive I was so comfortable like I felt so bougie and so cute and I'm like yeah look, I'll have a little Malibu <laughs> yeah let's do it you know what I mean like, I love it the
0: techies come with their all black and yeah. they're like you did a good job and you're like okay I'm Okay. Well, I
1: have Go like back, ben back Nye, like layers of Ben Nye <laughs> foundation I'm like that.
0: <laughs> oh my god! My favorite were the play. They did arsenic and old lace at my school. I wasn't in Ooh. that production. I think that was my freshman year. Before I was like, I love the theater, and everyone did like old person makeup in a way that I was like, oh shit! And they were like, it's fall the back row, <laughs> and I was like, that's not for any row. <laughs> like you know, thinking back on it, it's like I don't know who that fuck that was for. That was bad. <laughs> that oh, was not god. good.
1: I'm dead. I'm dead. It's like, where are these theater kids now? You know what I mean? It's like, I hope they're still in the craft. But I, think I a lot wonder,
0: of- because there were superlatives at my high school. There was Broadway bound. And I did yeah. not win it. But I will say... <laughs> I can't believe believe I'm still petty about this like I'm doing fine and I'm like the one thing uh, if I could go back in time was like really
1: campaign for Broadway bound (laughs) (laughs) I'm still pissed that they ruined my senior year quote in my yearbook (sighs) like I it was like a Jay-Z quote because I was obsessed and still am Mm -hmm. to this day not so much after Lemonade but at the Mm -hmm. time obsessed and they had typos and I was I'm still like can we get a reprint what was the quote (laughs) oh I can't wait the giggle the hee hee leading in and it's so dumb the quote is only God could judge me, so I'm gone. Either love me or leave me alone. Yup. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 senior year, I had to go out with a Jay Z man. I and love it. They they messed the out. They messed the whole thing up. I don't know if I had a
0: senior quote. I I like by the Pissed. end of high school, I was like. I, I'm I'm done. Uh, you have kept me <laughs> for four years, which is three years past. I yeah. think I should have been here. Um, I'm not attending school anymore. Um, also, <laughs> let me graduate. And they were like, okay, that's where the divide yeah. happens. You got to come if you want to graduate. And I was like, hmm, I think we got a problem here. But I did get out. I Absolutely. did get out. I'm very happy about that. <laughs>
1: And you have done extraordinarily well. Like, has your have you has the high school reached out to you to be like, can you do? No, <laughs> no,
0: they have not. Um, Which is like really depressing for me. Actually, no, I never thought about it one time until you were like, did they reach out? And I was like, oh, they would reach out? That's a thing? Oh, hmm. No, but it's okay. I'm not trying to go back to Jersey oh anytime God. soon. I did. I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast. I did go back to Jersey recently because I had a storage unit from when I moved from New York and got to the storage unit with uh, a friend. And did, Mars, did I tell this story? Is it about the lock
1: that you accidentally? Yeah. Oh, yeah, You yes, you have.
0: Okay, never mind. Ugh. Ooh, you got to cut all this uh, mar think or leave it i don't fucking care i don't know i didn't bring a key had to cut off the lock of someone else's storage unit and <laughs>
1: hilarity ensues oh my god <laughs> when i tell you i had a storage unit situation in jersey they stole all our stuff like my mom had a like our big house that she had in jersey and moved to la so she could be closer to us and all of our what? stuff is gone Like everything from the house, like (gasps) furniture gone. What company was this? Shout them out. I don't even (laughs) know. I literally I have no. It was like a mom and pop shop that got bought in the pandemic by this bigger company. And they just like swiped everybody's stuff. Wow. That's fucked
0: up. That sucks. I'm so sorry that happened.
1: (laughs) I was so mad. I was like, really? Mm. I was like, I had some good journals in here I want to look back on. Oh my
0: God, what if there's just like a fat black girl right now reading your journals being like, <laughs> I've never felt
1: more seen. It's literally about to be the next Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> like literally, da- Danielle's Diaries. I'm about to be like, wait, Netflix? What's happening? Danielle's <laughs> Diaries, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me. Wait a minute, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> when did you move to LA? In 2016. And and yeah oh, okay in the... fresh <laughs> in the fall of 2016 i was like uh, if I was going to come... First of all, I never thought I would be in LA in a thousand years. Like, I was a theater girl through and through and just mm-hmm. still was on my end DeVere Smith. Like, I just want to be doing an HBO special where I'm in the theater with a group of people with the craft. Like, that's, like, the biggest goal mm-hmm. of my life. Like, honestly, <laughs> the biggest goal of my life. And I actually... She did this workshop in San Francisco where she selected, like, 15 actors to work with. And she was like... I think you need to do TV. And I'm like, whatever you say, I will do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, I worship you. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) my agent in Chicago was like, yo, let's just start getting you some TV auditions. But I was terrified, Nicole, because I'm like, yo, I'm bigger and on stage, you know, it's like, you can be big Mm -hmm. on stage, but it's different. But now I'm like...
0: It's different when a camera is <laughs> close to you and they go, you know the camera adds 15 pounds? You're like, I don't need yeah. that.
1: And then I'm like, how do I sit? Like, what's going on? Like, uh, what's mm-hmm. going on? So I was like, okay, well, let me just try and let me do an audition. And like my third TV audition, it was for some like Whitney Cummings pilot that not ended up not getting picked up, but they flew me from Chicago. Oh, it was for Amazon, Something. right? Something. It was like... Um no, it was HBO. It was HBO. Oh, okay. And um, they the role was went rent for a person that was like on YouTube at the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming out of my screw test and being like, "Wait, you're the person they wrote this for? You weren't at the original audition? What's go- LA? What's happening?" Um, and then she booked <laughs> it, and I'll never forget. I was in Casa Barton in Santa Monica, like bawling over tacos. Like I'll never act again. and And then my manager was like yo there's this play happening at geffen why don't you like go quickly go audition while you're still there just to see what happens." wait
0: just to rewind so one of your first tv auditions you got to test i did i love that you like skipped over that part i did i was like what a beautiful story gotta say (laughs) Uh, your friend it took her years to get to a
1: testing room. Years! <laughs> Friend, I can't even... Like, when I tell you, I was just like, okay, maybe it's, like, the years of just not getting paid. Because, <laughs> like, the theater... <laughs> like, I was in theater, I felt like, for a little too long. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. everybody kind of, like, a couple years in, dipped, went to L.A., went to New York, <laughs> and I was just uh-huh. still in the same theaters with Lanisa, my co-creator of Hashtag Book, like, we were just in it still together. And we were like, should we move? Like, we're the last mm-hmm. people here. Um, yeah,
0: but then you were ready. <laughs> like, I mean, that's, there is no clearer sign than like fly being flown <laughs> out to, te- oh, listeners, if you don't know what testing is, The acting world is very hard and convoluted. So you drive to Santa Monica (laughs) at 3 p.m. in rush hour traffic. You spend an hour and a half in your car, uh, really, really worried. You go to the audition. The (laughs) person auditioning you goes, great. And you're like, that wasn't great. You hated it. Then you get a phone (laughs) call and they're like, we want you to come back to a callback. You drive back to Santa Monica, probably like, the next day and you have to wear the same thing that's what they tell you and you're still in rush hour traffic this time it takes you three hours to get there do the same thing again they go all right that was good and you're like it wasn't and then they go we want you to test so then you have to go to a studio lot where you if you don't arrive at least an hour early you will be late because then you got to get your credentials and they don't have your name right at the gate and then they make you park Six miles away from the room. And then it is just somebody's office with a backdrop. And then the network (laughs) people are sitting there staring at you going, we don't know if we want you because we have six other people who look just, like, Just you, like you. Or you're the black out of the quirkies. Yeah, that's it. Because that's it. Sometimes they go white and quirky or fat mm. and black. So you go, oh, okay. The they are leaning towards quirky. I'm the only mm. black here. So the likelihood of me getting it is pretty slim.
1: <laughs> oh, Nicole, that's it. That's
0: it. A read. That's it. Because when you're playing the best friend of a nice white lady looking for love and you don't have a life and you're saying, just go for it, Cindy. You know, he loves you. You can only be Asian, a white quirky, a fat black. (laughs) uh, And now we've got some South Asian representation. Yes. uh, But that's about it. No,
1: no. In real, in real time, in real time. (laughs) And I'm still waiting for like, You know, that's why I love your character so much on Grand Crew because, like, she's, like, romantic. It's not no shit. Like, it's never anything about any... I'm, like, finally, like, actual representation. Like, we're just chill and she's funny. And, like, I was like, yes, we need this. You know what I mean? Like, we
0: need this. We need it. I've been very lucky in my career to very... Actually, I don't think I've like ever had to play a part where I was like, "Oh, boo hoo, I'm fat," or this man doesn't like me because I'm a fat. And I'm like, there are so many fat women with kids, which means I yeah. got fucked. Uh, <laughs> there's, you know, without kids who are getting fucked. Like, it's just, it's such a wild thing. And I've gone on so many auditions where fat is the joke, and I'm like, yikes, yeah, oh boy, we can't, we can't be any more creative when we come to this person every time. So yeah.
1: Every time That's exactly You're exactly right That's That's it I mean my best friend We have a page called Hashtag book Which is on Instagram Mm -hmm. And um (laughs) like when we first came to LA, we were like, wow, this is like the acting Olympics out here. Wow. It's a (laughs) lot, it's a lot, it's a lot going on. Cause you know, here we're like going in for check off three sisters. And we're like, that's a lot, which it is. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, okay, wait, every, everybody looks like me. And like Mm -hmm. all the fat people that I thought were fat actually aren't fat. And everybody, like, every, like, you know what I mean? I was like, but I'm like really Uh fat for real. Like I have so many friends (laughs) that are like, yeah, girl, I'm curvy. I'm plus size. I'm like, no bitch, I'm fat. <laughs> in real time, on camera and off, uh-huh. cam- <laughs> and off camera, and off camera, like rolls, chichos, everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, it's it's hard for me. When I would be in like these like different like all these different kinds of fat people, but like mm-hmm. it just was. Yo, L.A. was a mindfuck when I first got here. Without question, it's a fucking
0: trip when you get out here. Like, cause you're right. It is like different fat. Like you got the round face fats, where <laughs> <Yeah>. they're lollipops, <laughs> yes. where their bodies are thin. the The face is round, so it's trickery. Yeah. So they they've tricked you into thinking <laughs> this person's fat, and then you have slim thick, where it's like, I guess on camera you <laughs> look a little heavier, but like in person really. you can shop anywhere, anywhere. And then you got like fat fats and then you have like the super super fats where you're like well that you're making a point with that casting yes and then like <laughs> it's yeah it, it's wild and then there was a like I'm late to everything there was like a uh, a solid month where I was late to everything and <laughs> I would get there at the Asian time so I'd look around and be like oh shit am I at the right audition and then I'd look and see some black actors that I knew yeah, who were in. bigger and be <laughs> like oh okay I'm just late whoopsie daisy <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, girl, when I tell you, I hate the auditioning process. Like it gives me so much anxiety just being in the mm-hmm. waiting room, looking around, like I just can't do it. So like I did aud- being able to audition for ghosts on zoom in the middle of the pandemic, for me, was like the best case scenario because mm-hmm. I could be in my pajama bottoms and my little fur coat and be like, hello, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, really feel like I could run that room and say, did y'all really get the take? Because I'm comfortable in my own house. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. um, my husband is literally in the kitchen right here. I'm auditioning. He's making a sandwich during my audition. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he, and he's like, great
0: that's fucking adorable. <laughs>
1: Good job. You're doing and it. I'm like,
0: please. <laughs> <laughs> you get to do, uh, like, your character is so, like, I don't say broad. It's, like, big. It's, like, big. <laughs> and it's, like, campy. And it's fun. So, like, what was the... What was the journey to that? Was that just, like, everything you brought and they were like, that, exactly that? Or was it like, we want you to go a little bit bigger or they bring you down? Like, I'm just curious because you're really great.
1: No, absolutely. It's been such a, first of all, it's been such a joy being on this show because I get to work with the best of the best. Like, Brandon Scott Jones is... One of my favorite fucking people. In the planet, like, in the planet Earth. So funny and kind. So kind. And, like, Richie Moriarty, Sheila uh, Carrasco, like, there's, I mean, Ramon, like, the whole cast is utterly Mm -hmm. incredible so being able to play with everyone is fantastic when i was first auditioning for (laughs) the character on zoom um i was like i'm just gonna play this like my aunties because i'm like okay Mm -hmm. 1920s okay cool (laughs) so this woman is a diva but she thinks that you know, in her mind, mo- she may have been a diva, but we don't, at that mm-hmm. point, I didn't know n- that know. much information. So I'm just gonna <laughs> go with the fact that she really believes it, even if she may not have been. So <laughs> she's just gonna order everybody around and just command the space when she comes in. And I think that's what resonated with them. Also, I improvise maybe like every single line of that. Right? <laughs> Oh, okay. I like I don't think I was on script. And I was like, I was like, can I improvise? <laughs> like I did one take clean and they were like, "Oh, let's try it again." I said, like, "Can I just improvise the script?" How y'all feel about that? Yeah. <laughs> Making shit up
0: because that could go one of two ways it could go oh okay we loved it or you go hmm, maybe um hmm we do that again and you stick to the script and you're like ah yes all right <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly, exactly. but it worked you know what I mean I'm just like I can't believe that I booked a job in the middle of a global pandemic on zoom mm-hmm. like I think that's the thing that blew mine and then like I had to learn how to sing and possibly learn the Charleston. (laughs) So wait, so you weren't a singer. You're not a singer? No, I'm not. I'm not a singer. (laughs) I'm not a singer at all. Like I was doing little high school plays, but like that was really the extent of any singing. So like I got into voice lessons and started dance lessons and like really try to immerse myself in the culture. And I'm like, I want to be... I want to be this woman through and through. But also, even with the writers, when they were writing, like, the big Alberta's fan episode, I Mm -hmm. was like, this is really a chance to... As weird and quirky as this episode is, like, this is a chance for y'all to really dig into, like, these hidden figures in Black history (laughs) (laughs) that we really don't know about at all. Mm -hmm. Because we didn't, A, didn't have the internet, and we just didn't know. So I'm like, we could really... Get really specific, so then when season two comes along, we can do like a really beautiful flashback. And they were just open mm-hmm. to everything, so I'm so grateful for like Joe Porter and Joe Wiseman, who are the showrunners and writers of the show, because like they were just open to any and all suggestions, and they let us improvise all the time. That
0: sounds like the nicest, like most collaborative environment. Like that's th- what
1: you dream of. Yeah, they're. I mean. It's unreal. Like, we all like each other for real. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's not an necessarily the case. It's usually sometimes one bad apple where you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> But, like, everybody across the board is, like, the sweetest humans, are the sweetest humans in the world and so kind, so giving. And even on the long days, we're always finding ways to make each other laugh. And, like, the improvs are just... Gold and a lot of sometimes they do make it in the takes, which is so great to see on screen because, like, we don't know what they're gonna go with. So it's fun. It is
0: funny when you finally get to see the episode and you're like, okay, I did a really wild take. Uh, I wonder if that's what they picked. And you're like, ah, no, they didn't. They went with the, <laughs> the
1: or you'd be no like, like oh, damn, the whole scene's gone. <laughs> that's the yep. moment that we'll be like, where's the scene? What happened?
0: What's going I on? I cannot remember. I did a guest star on the unicorn and I think I maybe it was the word adios. I don't know. I said this word the wildest way possible because midway through I was like, I improvised it midway through, I was like, wait, what are you trying to say? And it just came out so strangely. And then I watched the episode and I was like, that's what they picked. <laughs> But it made me laugh really hard. I was like, it is funny. (laughs) And it does seem like a choice, but I was like, no, that's
1: my brain betraying me. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. And shout out to the unicorn. That show was good. (laughs) It was good. And I loved, uh,
0: well, I recurred the first season. Second season, she only guest starred. But I loved it. It was just like, it was a fun Another fun set to yeah, be on.
1: Absolutely. I'm all about like let's have fun at work. Yes. Well, listen, I'm manifesting that you can come over right on to ghosts and you could be right huh? on there with it. We could play siblings for real in the 1920s. Can you imagine? I a pitch, <laughs> love it pitch it pitch it to them i'm ready i want to come over let I'm me ready. back on
0: cbs <laughs>
1: i'm ready i'm ready <laughs> <laughs> and you guys got picked up for season two right we did we get we get started in june which we're so Ooh. we're so hyped about and then you shot in canada montreal we sure did mm, yes oh that's French, Canada. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: yes, Montreal, Quebec. That's uh, it. Uh, bonjour.
1: That's it. That's it. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
0: how long were you guys in Montreal? Like three months? Seven months.
1: 7 Mm-hmm. Because we, we were supposed to be there from July until October, and then we got picked up for a back five. And then uh. Uh, we were there, and then... Um, we had to shut down in December, and then we came back in January to finish out the rest of the episodes. But yeah, we, it was a it was a it was a it was a long go. We saw all the seasons. <laughs> it was like summer, fall. Wow, <laughs> did I pack for this? But we had the, Montreal is absolutely stunning, and I mean the landscape of that city is unreal, and the food. My God, the food is good. Unreal.
0: I went to Montreal one time and I could
1: not find the good food. I was like, where is she? And yeah. it was like, not
0: where you are. No, because
1: there's a huge Caribbean community there. So I was like eating Haitian food and Jamaican food and like oh, everything. I never found them. When you come, when we play siblings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Fucking manifest it. I would love to. I would love to work with you. I think you're so talented and so funny and so great.
1: Friend, I appreciate that. I feel the same. It's mutual. It's mutual. Oh, thank you. Um, hashtag booked. When did you guys start that? We started hashtag booked in 20... What year are we in now? Oh, God, everything's going to get... 2018. Oh, okay. Was when we, was when we started that. And um, it was really just us exploring, can we be on social media? I think the other thing was like, I was so tired of going into auditions and people being like, oh, wow, you went to grad school. Do you have a social media following? And I'm like, what else do I need? <laughs> that was like a weird moment in time
0: Where they would ask, like, how many followers do you have? And I'm like, what does it fucking matter? Did I read the
1: words good? Literally. Do you think I could hit a mark? I was like, what more do y'all need? Like, the training (laughs) is there. (laughs) Let me just play the tactics and call it quits. So my friend and I, we were just like, you know what? Let's just, like, talk about weird stuff that happens in audition waiting rooms. And that's, like, how we started was, like, was it being the black (laughs) handmaid going in for for that? (laughs) like random stuff and it started developing this little cult following which was so cool and I would be on set for Young Sheldon and like, people be like, that's the girl from hashtag books. And young childhood people be like, what's that? <laughs> 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 so it's just been great. It's been amazing running that page. Um, we're developing it into a television series right now, which is awesome. We're running our little, our doing our little stuff. Congrats. Uh, you love to hear about success. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're, we're really excited to just like keep going. We get our little pitch ready and doing all that stuff. So, um, but Lanisa, frederick who i co-created with is my best friend mm-hmm. and uh we came up from chicago together and she's just one of the most incredibly talented humans and like the best person to improvise with on the planet
0: i love it it sounds like my sashir or she lenny says "Your are sashir yeah. to my sashir i don't know how the fuck i'm trying to say <laughs> but uh, uh you get it yeah you get it absolutely <laughs> that's it that's it that's it <laughs> Well, Danielle, thank
1: you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Do you have anything that you want to promote? Listen, we're back at Ghost on Thursday nights at nine on CBS. So y'all come watch the show. It is going to be fabulous. The rest of this season is chaotic and so funny. <laughs> um, and follow me on social media at bodycourage and at hashtag booked. I love it. Okay.
0: If you liked this episode of Oh, I Won't You Date Me, you can like it, you can rate it, you can review, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And if you write me something dirty, you can write it to Why Won't You Date Me podcast at gmail.com. I will read it aloud. This person says, Hey, Nicole, I want to eat you out so long that I get lost in the caverns of, <laughs> of your pussy. How big do you think my pussy is? And I have to find.
1: Wow. You
0: said what? The caverns.
1: <laughs> come on! I see a little hiking sponsorship, right? Come on, Ree. I mean, come on. Let me get some
0: hookahs. <laughs> I think those are hiking sneakers. I don't know. <laughs> and I have to find my way out by following a trail of dried up little cummies. How awful! As I emerge. <laughs> as I emerge from the depths of your half-shaven lips mm, I'll feed you each dry droplet of cum like it's a goddamn raisin I don't want to eat my own cum that's disgusting yum 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 yum
1: <laughs> shout out to that person give them an HBO overall stat I mean Eu- that was part this, two. this was from Griffin so thank
0: you Griffin that was nasty and I loved it um well until next time bye bye The comically unconventional
1: show will feature special guests where John Mullaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mullaney Presents Everybody's in LA, debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T Mobile.